Big idea, the pure heart of Christ loved the Father and others with no expectation of reciprocity. Our weekly identity statement, Jesus is not only the King of heaven, he is the King of my heart. And our memory verse, Luke chapter 6, verse 43 through 45, No good tree bears bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. Each tree is recognized by its fruit. People do not pick figs from thorn bushes or grapes from briars. A good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart, and an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. Where do we go from here? Well, we have to check our motives and affections in following Jesus. Are we following to get something from him? Are we hoping that if we follow him, he'll give us the life we always wanted, in essence, turning this into an exchange of goods? Or are we following him because he's the only life we could ever know and every other way is death? So, in following Jesus, we need to make sure the motives and affections of our heart are for the Father. Checkpoint number one. If following Jesus meant suffering instead of comfort, would I still follow? John chapter 15, verse 18 If the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. If you belong to the world, it would love you as its own. As it is, you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. That is why the world hates you. Remember what I told you? A servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you also. If they obeyed my teaching, they will obey yours also. They will treat you this way because of my name, for they do not know the one who sent me. Will you follow Jesus even if it costs you Instagram followers? Will you follow Jesus if it means a life of suffering and being mocked and hated for making the choice to follow? What if it cost you your very life? Would you still follow him into a death like his? Checkpoint number two. If Jesus never gave me any of the stuff I wanted from him, would I still follow? Remember back in John 6 where Jesus called out the people who were following him because they wanted more bread? Do you know what happened later in the story? Let's pick up the story in John chapter 6, verse 53. Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise them up at the last day. For my flesh is real food, and my blood is real drink. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me, and I in them. On hearing this, many of his disciples said, This is a hard teaching. Who can accept it? Aware that his disciples were grumbling about this, Jesus said to them, Does this offend you? Verse 66, From this time on, many of his disciples turned back and no longer followed him. They wanted the tasty bread, but when the teaching got too difficult, they stopped following. Treats and goodies will never be enough to keep you following Jesus. It wasn't enough for these people who turned away. It won't be enough for you either. Checkpoint number three. If following Jesus meant service instead of rank and status, would I still follow? Luke chapter 9, verse 46, an argument started among the disciples as to which of them would be the greatest. Luke chapter 22, verse 24, a dispute also arose among them as to which of them was considered to be the greatest. Jesus said to them, the kings of the Gentiles lorded over them and those who exercise authority over them call themselves benefactors, but you are not like that. Instead, the greatest among you should be like the youngest and the one who rules like the one who serves. Will you follow Jesus 
even if you never get noticed for the love you show? Will you follow Jesus if you never have a title or position? Will you follow Jesus even if it means being a servant for the rest of your life? Checkpoint number four. If not one person ever saw what you did as a Christ follower, would you still follow? Matthew chapter 6, verse 2. So when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets to be honored by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing so that your giving may be in secret. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. If you never got a single accolade for following, if other people get the credit for the good deeds you perform, if you never get any honor whatsoever for being a follower of Jesus, will you still follow? A heart like Christ is completely surrendered to the Father. Jesus is the King of my heart. It's not me. I am not ruling the throne of my desires and affections. I have to let go of the controls and give them over to Jesus to do with as he pleases. Jesus is what drives me and sustains me. He is what gives me life and the light of my path. He is the sun to light my day and the moon to light the night. Without him I see nothing, but through him I see everything. I have surrendered my heart to him because he is good where I am not. And when there is a conflict between my desires and Jesus' desires, I submit to him without reservation because he is good. Our daily scripture focus, John chapter 15, verse 18 and 19 If the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. If you belong to the world, it would love you as its own. As it is, you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. That is why the world hates you. As we wrap up, I encourage you to take a few minutes to think and pray through a few things. First, conceptualize. Spend a few minutes thinking through the comfort, commodities, the rank or status, and the accolades you have sought from God or by doing things for God. Next, reflect. Ask God to bring to the forefront of your mind anything you are seeking as compensation for following God. Third, repent. See yourself refusing to allow yourself to let that be a motivation for you and that you only desire to know Him more. And finally, thank God for everything He gives you and does for you. Thank God for what He does through the difficult things in your life. Thank God for the ways we can see that we belong to Christ and not to the world.